Hey, Carl. Vinny, we- is, is noon too early for you, you fat fuck? Why are we doing one o'clock? You know, I'm not the one on trial here. No, you are. You're the one who changed our timing. Can we get a consistent I actually time had a flat tire. You got a flat tire. I did. I could prove it. <laughs> what? Why did that push us back an hour? Well, because I wasn't ready yet. And I knew like when it happened, it put <laughs> okay. me behind an hour. So I'm like, okay. All right. So that's really the truth is that you just weren't doing your homework. You know, dude, I like to keep it fresh leading right into this thing. So uh, I guess five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. It's creep off. Welcome to another fantastic edition of The Creep Off. Oh, you had like a little fading effect there. Did you like it? it? I did like that. Every week you're getting just a little bit better. Yeah, you're still here though. So uh, listen, I need to talk to you before we get started into this. Should you introduce us or something? My name is Vinny Paulino. What are we, come town? We don't don't have to introduce ourselves anymore. That is my host, Hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny? Well, this is The Creep Off. It is the only show that's content makes its host seem fuckable. (laughs) <laughs> That's us, baby. I love it. So uh, I got to talk to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm really kind of worked up out of the gate. Good. Motherfucker, why are you ashamed of what we've built? <laughs> what did I, oh, what did I do? I, I think you know us. what you didn't do. I didn't promote us when I was on Anthony Cumia last Yeah, week. you didn't. Well, it didn't really come up in conversation. It wasn't like, so are you hosting any other podcast you should tell us about? Well, you could send your stuff in advance when they say, hey, what what stuff do you want for us to tweet? Go, oh, yeah, check out my other show, The Creep Off. Oh, yeah, check out WATV. You could have just thrown it in there with your pre-interview stuff, in and my, then they would have known. In but my defense. You need to tell me, the guy who prepares a show with different guests every week, you yeah. didn't know, to submit early all the information of the projects you're involved with. In my defense, I didn't submit anything to plug because Anthony Cumia, his girlfriend, and Eric Nagel are all regular listeners to who are these podcasts and know everything that we're doing and knew exactly how to promote the show. So I didn't send them anything to talk about. Vinny, yeah, you're throwing a temper tantrum, and I don't think that's appropriate for the creep off. I just want to know why. <laughs> I just want to know why you're ashamed of me. Vinny was like, "Can you please promote creep off?" Like, oh yeah, I'll definitely be doing that. That's exactly what I want to do. Is be like WATP. We're going to talk about OP. We got Will Noonan on this week. Oh, and we, I have a true crime podcast. It's on Podomatic. We're like number one on Podomatic. Like, could you imagine that segue? It would be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. What are you doing? So, yes, I'm ashamed. (laughs) Is that what you want to hear? Yes. I I feel better now. (laughs) Okay, good. So, motherfucker. Vinny, I promote this show on WATP. I promote WATP on Anthony's show, and then I promote this show on WATP. See, it all trickles down. It's like trickle-down economics. You get a little piece of it. was about trickling down. All right. (laughs) So we had a we have a precarious point situation from last week. Oh yeah, what it was really close last time I checked. I don't know where we're at. It is game point. So I won this week. You're spinning that wheel that's behind you right there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. What do we got? What do we got going on? All right, Carl. The final score. Let me hit refresh. Yep. Oh shit, that close. Oh boy. B elite. Oh no. B elite. Dude. 
Yeah, that's right, Carl. So the final vote is 229 for Vinny and Cabby versus 224 for Carl and George Decay, which gives I you love you all. 50.55% of the vote. I God, you love, barely squeaked through I there. love all my Vinny Maniacs out there, brother. You barely squeaked through there. Damn oh, it. So the we're tied champ. four to four now. We got to go another week. Buddy, let this me tell you it. something, too. I'm ready to go this week. Oh, oh shit. I'm I don't ready. Like your, I don't like your confidence. I don't like your swagger. I don't like that we started an hour late so that you can be prepared. This is more Vinny cheating. No, Vinny, it is not. Vinny texted me this morning. He needed another hour in order to get all of his family to vote for him and also get prepared. <laughs> He's probably going to do three hours at whatever athlete he chose. Was the my, I take a picture of my flat tire just to prove it. Oh, God. That's a man changing it for me. <laughs> 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 All right, now I believe you. Yes, just that so is you something know. that you would do. I was like calling my mother's neighbors. Oh, of course Mrs. you Nett, were. This is Nettles. I don't. It's thecreepoff.com. Oh, thecreepoff.com. This is bullshit. Everyone who's listening to this, vote for me thrice next time because Vinny is cheating. You can only vote one per person. <laughs> yeah. And I voted for myself, Carl, this week. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> VPNs. Okay. Hey, I uh, don't know what that is. <laughs> You're not going to look it up, are you? I refuse. I don't want to know what it is because uh, I know I'll just start coughing up blood all over the place. All right. So, Carl, that means that this week's game is for all of the goddamn potatoes. This is the first time this has happened. We've had a four to four tie. No, I think it's the second. Oh, I think the first shit on my point. Yeah, well, you dumb point. <laughs> you I guess I was you. wrong. All right, fair enough. This week, we have decided to go with creepiest athlete. Well, we didn't decide that. Yeah, you, the listeners, decided that. We put a voting out on our Twitter every week. And yeah, pro athletes. We couldn't get baseball players. We tried baseball players twice. No one cared about that. And then they were just like all athletes. And then athletes, people were like, yeah, of course, athletes. So I, I assume they want NFLers as the only people we want. We should be talking about. Okay. So I won. I got to go first. My creep this week. Uh, you may know him if you are a fan of the Cleveland Browns, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the New York Jets, the Seattle Seahawks, or the New England Patriots. He okay. is a tight end, Carl. His name Kellen Winslow Jr. Oh, yeah. Kellen Winslow Jr. I'm what, familiar with this You player. know Kellen Winslow Jr.? Of course. Okay. Well, let me tell you a little bit about him. His he father, was actually a, a big shot coming out of college. He was supposed to be. Big he He's probably drafted in the first round, I would imagine. We're going to cover that in just a second. All right. I won't get ahead of you. He had a very interesting upbringing because his father was an NFL Hall of Famer who was also a tight end for the San Diego Chargers. Kellen Winslow Sr. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Look at my trivia knowledge. Look at you go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to shut up now. Go ahead. Okay. His relationship with his wife with his mother Kellen Winslow's with his with uh, Kellen Winslow Jr.'s mom was not good because he knocked up another woman at the exact same time she was pregnant with uh, we'll call him KW Jr. Okay Maury Maury right Maury. so he like moved out like they had a really contentious thing at one point in his childhood while he was still living with his mom before Kellen Winslow took custody of him uh they he sent like the the uh, people to come recall all the furniture out of the house. Like, it was a bad relationship between the two of them. Okay. So he grew up in kind of a fucked up situation. You're already making excuses for this guy. I don't like it. He was described as a, a, dark, a kid with the dark side. He had a major temper. Back in high school, he broke a fellow student's jaw and left him with a brain injury. Okay. They didn't say what it was, a concussion or something more permanent. But the student's family sued them for $3 million. And uh, KW Sr. settled it out of court. Uh, Junior excelled on the field, won a national championship with uh, Miami University in 2001. He also won the John Mackey Award for Best Tight End in College Football in 2003. 
Now, in 2003, he did an illegal chop block on two Tennessee defenders. One of them got hurt. You know what our boy Kellen did? What did he do? Went Apologize? stood over him and started flexing and screaming <laughs> and swearing at the other injured player who was from the Tennessee Volunteers. Can I just point out, this isn't the worst tight end who's ever played for the Patriots. I'm surprised you didn't go with one who's a little bit, you know, Aaron Hernandez did shit worse than that. But all right, keep going. Whatever. Well, oh, yeah, sure. For now, uh, <laughs> all right. this resulted in penalties, cost his team the game. Then he went into this insane rant in the locker room right after. It's war. They don't give a freaking, you know what, about you. They will kill you. They're out there to kill you. So I'm going to kill them. You, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. My favorite thing about this is he gets so hyped up without swearing. That was no, impressive. Man, I'm pissed. All y'all take this down. I'm pissed, man. We don't care about nobody except this you. We don't. If I didn't hurt him, he'd hurt me. They're gunning for my legs. I'm going to come right back at him. He did swear at the end. He uh, goes, I'm an effing soldier. It's funny. He was in a murderous rage. And he's like, this freaking jerk is trying to hurt he me. He could just kiss off to hell, to heck. <laughs> so after this incident, the team was pissed at him. He was about to get suspended. So they made him apologize to the team. They had a whole big ceremony in the locker room. Officials from the school were there. Other students, members of the team, all the coaches, everybody involved with the football and sports program. Vinny, you got to move this along, buddy. An illegal chop block, and this is why this is the biggest creep. Come on, man! Uh, <laughs> you oh, buddy, we're that. getting there. I'm just giving you a little. You background. can do better than that, my friend. He was told to apologize. He walked up to the podium and said, "Fuck you, I ain't doing it." And then went and sat back oh, down. That's funny. All right, yeah, well, I like this. So I far, I like this guy. You're not, you're not winning me over yet. Well, he was in college. He. Uh, Apparently, also, he ended up pleading guilty to raping a woman at a San Diego house party in 2003 as well. She was 17 years old, and uh, he was 19, home from college for the summer. So that's pretty much his uh, college football career. He pled guilty to that? Yes, he did. And he still was drafted by the NFL. Yeah, but he didn't plead guilty till much later. Uh, we'll get there. So in 2004, he's picked number six to Cleveland. Seven picks higher than his dad was picked to Dude, the Chargers. Cleveland is unbelievable, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> they have and, the worst track record of first-round draft picks. And let me tell you something. He had the shittiest agent in the NFL, too. The guy who was representing him got suspended. Like, an agent got suspended because he admitted in court to not reading LeVar Arrington's renegotiation contract with the Redskins. He's like, yeah, I didn't read it. I just said it to him. Like, yeah, you can't practice with our league. Jesus. That was his agent. He missed his rookie season after the second game he blew out his knee. The next year, he blew out his knee again, this time in a motorcycle accident. But he came back, made the Pro Bowl uh, in 2006. He also got married. Now, during this time, there were some interesting things happening in the locker room with Kellen. And uh, Sports Illustrated's Robert Klemko reported in a long-form story that former Browns Tight end Colin Winslow reportedly watched pornography during team meetings. According to Clemco, former teammates and team officials recall Winslow as being a, quote, compulsive masturbator <laughs> That's funny. and pornography enthusiast. That's really funny. So they're in team meetings. They're probably watching film. So, they're yeah, like, and this guy's just like, watching. This is the formation that they're going to go with on a third down and long. And Colin Winslow's just beaten off in the corner. I like this guy. He was also caught masturbating in the locker room after hours. 
he openly watched pornography and masturbated when no regard to who was in the room. Former Browns head coach Romeo Cornell and Terry Rubinsky, the general manager, made efforts to uh, mentor him, but their advice had no impact, and they traded him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Can I point something out real quick? I think this is important to note. Yeah. This is before smartphones, right? We're talking about what, 2006? Yeah, 2003. Yeah, t- about 2006. 2006. The iPhone came out in 2008, yeah. 2007. He had a portable like DVD player. Hey, okay, oh, that's what I was going to say. He had like a portable the, DVD player. Watching porno now in a meeting is very easy to do. Anyone can pull out their phone and watch porn. He probably had to put some effort into it. Like Absolutely. He had to like, premeditate. Like, I'm going to want to watch some porn. The batteries on those things didn't last long. I bet you had it plugged into the wall. <laughs> How in the back. this he meeting going to be, coach? An hour and a half. I better bring a lot of porn to this meeting. Or he brought a laptop. They said he had a portable DVD player, though, specifically. That's hilarious. So they trade him to the Buccaneers after he had led the Browns to a 10-6 and season where they didn't make the playoffs. He got re-signed by the Bucs. You ready for this? Yep. The highest, richest paying contract to a tight end ever at the time. Six years, $36 million, $20 million guaranteed. The compulsive masturbator who... Left one of his classmates with a fucking brain injury. Well, got twenty million dollars. Also, because I'm an actual football fan, the most egregious act is driving a motorcycle. I'm pretty sure it's in every contract that you can't do shit like that. A hundred percent. Because if you get hurt, like that, you can't get hurt in the off season. That's that's a terrible thing to do. You fucking asshole. It'd be one thing if you were working out or training, but you're just joyriding and you hurt yourself. Fucking. They're paying $36 million. Apparently, he wore out his uh, welcome in, in uh, Tampa after a few seasons. They sent him to Seattle for a uh, seventh-round pick. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, he got cut from Seattle. He, he got claimed by New England, played one game, demanded to be released. He then signed with the Jets and had a season in 2013 where everyone thought he had like a career resurgence, but turned out he was on PEDs. So he's out of the league in 2013. Well... That same year, Kellen got himself in a little bit of trouble, Carl. You're so excited about this. I feel like there's way too much buildup, but go ahead. Let's, let's keep this moving. Well, in the same year that his second child was born, a police report claimed that a woman said she saw Winslow in his car at a Target parking lot, and she thought that Winslow was masturbated <laughs> openly in the parking lot while yelling things and harassing women. Is that is that illegal? I don't even know. It is very illegal. Oh, it is? Oh, so shit. when the police arrived, they found Winslow <laughs> slunched in the Tennessee and moving around. When they came up to the car, they discovered two open containers of Vaseline. Oh, so he's, he's not a dry jerk? He's not. A, he can't I, do the dry I jerk, s- apparently. I gotta say, if you're gonna masturbate during team meetings and in the locker room, you gotta train yourself to be a dry jerker. But being a dry jerker allows you to jerk off in a lot more places than if you need the Vaseline. It makes it a lot more difficult. He also had two bags of what turned out to be a synthetic marijuana called Mr. Happy Funky Monkey. We're also in the car. He can't buy real marijuana? He, got, he bought, like, the fake Fruity Ugh. Pebble... Bullshit stuff. He doesn't have connections? <laughs> he had to well, go to a headshot by the nonsense shit? When the police were like, what are you doing here, sir? He was like, I, I got lost. I was looking for Boston Market. That's what he told the police. <laughs> right. So 2016. He was trying to get signed by Boston Market. 2016. He tried to get back into the league to no avail. But this leads us up to 2018. We uh, have video of Winslow in court as he stood shackled as the uh, prosecutor detailed the charges against him. This includes two forcible rapes within his uh, vehicle, a Hummer. Uh, There was also a charge of indecent exposure and then a fourth and fifth residential burglary with intent to commit rape. 
These cases all involved, as you said, older women, ages 54 up to 86. Yeah. Wait, wait, uh, what? Women ages 54 up to 86. <laughs> we... Carl. What the fuck is going on there? Carl. He had a thing for old ladies, apparently. God damn it. Now. That's off-putting. Yeah, so that's where he ended up. This is where he ended up in 2018, in court. Now, there's a lot here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. One woman was a 54-year-old like hitchhiker. Good. I feel like you're good, but okay, keep going. One woman was a 50-year-old, 54-year-old hitchhiker. He picked her up in his Hummer and drove 4,000 feet before getting out and raping her and leaving her on the side of the road. He did the same thing to a 58-year-old homeless woman. Can I? <laughs> he offered a ride to. A 54-year-old hitchhiker? Yeah. What, what is she doing? Probably hookers, man. They're probably like old-ass hookers. You can't now, be a hooker in your mid-50s. Now, okay. let me tell you how. Listen, if you heard hear the victim's voice here, you know how turned on he got. This is um, an actual clip from the court. No sweeteners. This is a clip from the 58-year-old homeless woman who was raped by Kellen Winslow Jr. She told then of a violent rape. And it hurt. I was going, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> That's, not funny. That's not funny, George. What are you doing? So inappropriate. Those were two actual rapes. Mm -hmm. Very similar in style. Yeah. Black Hummer involved, pulling over, finding these old indigent women, raping them and then leaving them and threatening to kill them if they talked. There's two more situations here because he was accused okay. of going after four women. The next one was a lewd act. He uh, was driving his bike. He was big into cycling, and he saw a 70-year-old, one-year-old woman in her garden. He snuck up behind her, got off his bike, and whipped out his dick at her. Wow. She ran into the house before he apparently could get to her and uh, called the police, and before the police got there, he got away on his bike. What the fuck is wrong with you guys? He also walked into the house, uh, actually not even the house, the trailer of an 86-year-old woman. And a neighbor saw him do it, didn't recognize him, and walked up to see if everything was okay. And he booked it, ran out. They took a picture of his black Hummer. Did they also give an autograph while they were there? No. Kevin Winslow Jr. So he was he convicted in 2019 of rape, a lewd act in public, conduct, and indecent exposure. He was also acquitted on another lewd act in public charge. And the judge sent the jury back to consider verdicts on all the other charges. The following day, a mistrial was declared on eight of those charges. He ended up taking a plea deal on those other eight charges, pled guilty. And that plea deal gave him between 12 and 18 years in prison okay. uh, rather than life. As part of the agreement, he will automatically be on a lifetime parole immediately upon release. He waived his right to ever appeal any conviction or verdict in either trial. His sentencing was scheduled on March 18th of 2020, but has been postponed due to coronavirus. Gotcha. So All we right. don't know what's going to happen yet. But this guy was uh, a compulsive masturbator. Injured a fellow student, left him with brain damage, and then started attacking grandmothers all over Southern California. Vinny, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, all right? But this is how I would have presented that exact same case. Kellen Winslow Jr. fucked an 86-year-old woman. Case closed. Carl, what do you got? That's how you should have no, done that. No, he unsuccessfully did. He tried to. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, so Kellen Winslow I Jr. I don't think you're picking up what I'm putting down, but okay. Yeah, my creep you. this week. All right. Oh, I got what you were putting down. <laughs> Very compelling argument, Vinny. It's game point, and you brought it, buddy. Congratulations. Yes, sir. Unfortunately, I also brought it. And this is going to be tough to compete with because my creep this week is an Olympic athlete. 
very well known. It's one Miss Caitlyn Jenner. Now, guess what Caitlyn <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner did? She killed a lady. She, well, she competed against men in the Olympics. I, that's crazy. Why was she? I, I'm just kidding. It's not Caitlyn Jenner. My my group this week is actually <sighs> Tanya Harding. Now, really? Do you know who Tanya Harding is? Yes, of course, you do. I saw the movie. Figures. Oh, you've seen that? I have not seen that. But she's a figure skater, and in 1994. She was up against this woman, Nancy Kerrigan, and Nancy Kerrigan was this petite, pretty, impressive figure skater that everyone expected to get the gold, and Nancy Kerrigan was not having it, and actually her husband and bodyguard decided to take a um, baton to Nancy Kerrigan's leg after one of her practices, and just brutally smashed her leg, tried to break her leg about a, a few weeks before well, the Olympics happened. If I recall, because you did so much research this week, yeah. uh, the husband and the bodyguard didn't do it. They paid two other guys to go there and do it. All right, we'll but get, the two other guys we'll were complete there. idiots, and they're the ones who got him caught. We'll get there, buddy. Okay. We'll get there. Will we? So what happened was, and this is not why I think she's a creep, but it did bring us this audio of Nancy Kerrigan. They had the cameras on her immediately after she was attacked by these people. And we'll never forget this audio right here. Why? 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 <laughs> What's funny about that? She's going, why? Why would you do this? Why? She's fucking crying. Why don't you tell us how it's funny about that, She's Carl. laying on the floor. What's funny is that this is 1994. Now, Radiohead was not that big of a band at the time. But they did comment on this incident, and this is what they had to say. Jeez, what a little crybaby. You're going to cry all day, crybaby? You know, everyone has problems. It doesn't mean you have to be a little crybaby about it. Come on, guys, let's go. This kid is totally not cool. Yeah, that's the most uncool kid I've ever met. Little crybaby. All right, so the husband, Jeff Galuli, did plead guilty, and... The, there he was involved, and as you mentioned, there were other people involved as well. But he did make an accusation that uh, Tanya Harding had something to do with this. And just three weeks after the attack, her ex-husband, Jeff Galuli, pleads guilty, but accuses Tanya of being the mastermind. And I think that uh, you'll be interested to hear, I have actual audio from his confession when he pled guilty. This is the actual audio from that. I love how you're trying to get facts in the way of my fucking argument right now. Get your, fac <laughs> get your fucking facts out of here, you asshole. Um, so Tanya Harding has, to this day, maintained that she knew nothing about this and had nothing to do with it. However, there's not a lot of people believing that. Despite the clear trail of evidence linking the crime to Harding, she has never admitted to taking part in the conspiracy, even decades later. So there's clear evidence that she was the mastermind behind this attack on Nancy Kerrigan. By the way, Nancy Kerrigan recovered one silver and Tanya Harding had a disastrous run and uh, took like eighth place in the 94 Olympics. And then after that happened, she eventually pleaded guilty to hindering the prosecution after the fact and was banned from figure skating altogether. Now, that's just the beginning of our story, Vinny, as, hmm. you, as you might have guessed. That's the part we all know about. That was the Whatever. introduction to this American darling. Correct. Okay. Let's talk about what happened after that. In 2000, she was arrested for throwing a hubcap at her second husband, 
and repeatedly punching him in the face. Sure. These people were married for three months. Her attorney claimed it was a bad reaction to alcohol and Zoloft, and she spent three days in jail. She beat the shit out of her husband. Yeah. A little domestic violence. Sure, that's going never on. good. In 2002. What was he competing against her at a skating contest? Possibly. Okay. Yeah, she had to take him out. She could. She didn't want to like practice her triple axles anymore. She just had to take out the competition. In 2002, she was convicted of a DUI after driving her 1977 Dodge pickup into a ditch. In 2002, she was driving a 1977 Dodge pickup. She was 31 at the time. There's a 23-year-old male with her. She blew a 0.16%, twice the legal limit in Washington. So she's uh, she's got some problems with uh-huh. alcohol and uh-huh. Zoloft and now <laughs> how many uh, seniors did she forcibly earlier rape? in 2002? Speaking of seniors, earlier in 2002, she had a celebrity boxing match against one Paula Jones. This was known. I watched that. This, I remember this. This now. was known as TNT, which was Tanya's moniker, versus the Arkansas Pounder. Which is amazing. So, Jones, Paula Jones. The Arkansas Pounder. The Arkansas Pounder. Now, if you don't know who Paula Jones is, she accused Bill Clinton. Of rape, flat raping her. Of raping her, right. Yeah. And she's known as the Arkansas Pounder in, in the celebrity boxing match. Jones was actually a replacement for Amy Fisher, who backed out at the last minute. And if you don't know Amy Fisher, I can't help you. I bought my money <laughs> on Amy. I bought my money on Amy. Her. So, Jones was actually running away scared. <coughs> And at a certain point, I'm, I'm getting hoarse from this argument. It's so good. And at a certain point, it was hiding behind the referee. And so she just didn't come out of her corner. I'm sorry. I got to get a, a swig real quick. Didn't get out of her corner. And so Tanya won by a, a TKO. What's happening right now, ladies and gentlemen, is Carl is getting himself a little sip of a drink because he has just been so overwhelmed by how good my <laughs> argument is and how his is such horse shit. <laughs> Tanya Harding went on to have an entire professional boxing career ah she went three and three sure between 2002 how do you think Callan winslow jr is gonna do in the jail league can i tell you the worst thing that tanya harding did after she was kicked out of the olympics by the olympic committee and told that she could never compete in figure skating again this is going back to 1994 her and her husband gluely sold a sex tape of themselves to penthouse. This is a super wasted Tanya Harding having sex with her husband. This sex tape has been leaked. I mean, normally you'd want to see a figure skater fucking. Correct. Not in this case, Vinny. I sent you an email. I asked you not to open it. I want you to open <laughs> it right now for our viewers. I want you to see what Tanya Harding's tits look like. This is a young Olympic athlete. And look at what this oh, <laughs> She's got granny titties. Oh, this is uh, a young athlete. She's got like 80 Callan Winslow Jr. would go for those. That, he would be turned on by that. Hold on. I'm going to put that in there so people could see. I Hold think on. she inspired The Shining. If Wait, you're what watching was that live. When was that movie made? If you're watching yeah, live, you gotta, you're going to get joy. You got to put it up there for the people I wasn't allowed live. to open it until just now. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm, I'm on, springing folks. this on you. Here but this is this is my trump card right here. This is... I don't know if I'm allowed to show this on YouTube. Oh, God, you shouldn't show that anywhere. It is atrocious. That's what... Uh, <laughs> we're done. Uh, we're done. Yeah, That's baby. That's for the win. 
So Tanya Harding is my creep this week because of that sex Are you sure that isn't a picture of Vic? Well, it could be. Tanya Harding is uh, is the the... The creep, the athletic creep. However, I do want to throw it out there to an honorable mention that I did consider. Hello, Twitter world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. I am a bu- big Buffalo Bills fan, as you know. And it was hard for me to resist the juice. Not doing the juice, but... Uh, there was a couple people that I almost picked. And then Kellen Winslow. Let me yeah. tell you something. That man is not only an athlete on the field, he is a competitor at this contest. He was built for this contest. So we could do athletes again because there is no shortage. Did I? Another thing that I found out, I was looking at Jose Canseco. Did you know that Jose Canseco was involved in celebrity boxing? He sent his twin brother to the match. Really? Because he, he did, I didn't know he had a twin brother. He didn't want to do it, so he sent his twin brother to the celebrity boxing match. Like that's that's amazing. This guy's amazing. I have a friend who just <laughs> trolls Jose Canseco all the time. Oh, I love that. Do you know that he hit? He ran over his like ex-wife with a Ferrari yep. or something. Oh, Jose Canseco's story is is unbelievable. Should yeah. We, should we start reading the wiki page now, like a regular true crime show would do? You know. <laughs> You know what? We might just end up inducting him. Oh, I mean, our, yeah. our creep off Hall of Fame already has Lenny Dykstra, but uh, there might be some room for Jose Canseco in there. I agree. All right. Well, uh, I guess that was this week's contest, if you want to call it a contest. You'll all be voting for Kellen Winslow Jr. and your pal Vinny, because there's nothing creepier than a compulsive masturbator who rapes old ladies. So let's remind people, because you know I was on uh, Anthony Cumia's show this week. We probably have some new listeners fuck because you. of that. Oh, fuck you. Let's remind people, you need to go to thecreepoff.com. That's correct. And vote for who you think brought the better argument, did a better job, brought the creep this week. Oh, those tits. Ugh. Dude. Mine are better. <laughs> I'd much rather jerk off to your tits oh, and Lord. on your tits. I'm closing that one right now. <laughs> It's so, it's fucking ridiculous. All right. So uh, if you want any uh, voicemails or emails or anything that we can uh, talk about this week, we have a couple of voicemails. By the way, if you want to leave us a voicemail, the number is 585-371-8108. Now, last week we had somebody call in in Spanish and we didn't know what it meant. So uh, this is uh, someone calling in to translate. Oh, good. What's up, Vinny? What's up, Carl? I speak Spanish, so I heard the creep off last week and I can translate. Good. He is pretty much motherfucking both of you guys, and uh, you know he's probably drunk as shit. <laughs> need to be to listen. But sounds, sounds anyway, right. he's going to tell you to fuck off and a whole bunch of shit. So keep up the good work, guys. You guys are fucking hilarious. Oh, thank you. Thanks, buddy. Now, uh, our our friend, our Spanish-speaking friend, called back in. Okay. Oye, come venga, como tú dices que tú no me entiendes, ¿ah? El Vinny Paulino. Okay, someone, I really need to know what this was. I got my name and I got Ford Taurus. Yeah, I heard Ford Taurus in there somewhere. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm, I'm guessing you're the size of a Ford Taurus or maybe the weight or maybe the physicality or the attractiveness. There's a lot of things that it could have been. It was a very popular selling model, Carl. I'm looking forward to figuring out what this was. All right. I should also remind you all before I play this one that all of our callers' remarks are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the creep off. Correct. Here's Imbecile Wilhelm. Imbecile here. I would like to congratulate Vini on his return to grace with his act of resisting cheatery. 
Cheaters never prosper, Vinny. Yep. Unless they do it in the name of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> also, Carl. Yeah, what's up? George Takei is a national treasure <laughs> and is one of the few people on earth who can molest, rape, murder, whomever they like. Oh, my. Tabby is much more disgusting. <laughs> Well, Oregon! Oregon! Right. Oregon! <laughs> Call me back. I do love him, Bissau, um, even if he's against me this week. Okay, so Yikes. listen, <laughs> I'm looking at the live YouTube thing, and there, everybody's concerned we're probably going to end up getting bounced because we showed Tiny Harding's pepperoni tits. Oh, no. But I'll tell you what, to those of you, fuck you guys, who said that I didn't refresh that fucky page, I absolutely did. Fuck you, I did. They're all saying I didn't refresh it. What are you talking about? They're saying that I cheated again. Oh, why is it, do I'm I in the lead right now in the voting? Well, hold if on, you go I'll back pull it to back it, up. <laughs> are we gonna spin the wheel? Are we gonna spin the wheel? Okay, bring it up. What do we got? What right we got? now it says I have two forty and uh, you have two thirty four, okay. and I'm hitting refresh right, right in see. front let's, of you. You see, see me hit refresh? On. Yep. Two thirty five, two forty. All right. Can we agree? Uh, yep. God damn it! I, I gotta put these controversies to rest I because do I'm like so this, sick. Everyone knows what a cheater you are, though. I do like that, Carl. It's good. Carl. It's a good thing. I don't even know what a VPN is. Vinny. You Vinny Paulino's network? You know what I forgot to do last week? A VPN. Vinny Paulino <laughs> network. Yes. You nailed it. Got it. Okay. You know what I forgot to do last week and I felt really bad about it afterwards? What's that? I didn't give you an update on my fantasy baseball team. Oh, kill yourself. And I'm pissed because I won. And I won again this week. I'm 3-0. I'm in first place in my division, my fantasy baseball team. I know people are concerned about this. I promise I will not let you down next time. And we can talk about stats if you want. I don't want to get into it. I know that we're kind of going long here. So 3-0. I'd rather hear your thoughts on The Last Jedi my fantasy about your fantasy team. fucking baseball team. My fantasy baseball team faces loaded 3-0 in my league. Vinny, as you know, this past week, I've talked to some pretty big names in radio and comedy. I had Will Noonan on WATP this past weekend. I was on the Anthony Cumia show. And I, I got a little surprise for you. I got a little present. You know how I've been doing IDs on WATP? Yeah. I've been doing celebrity IDs. I got one for the creep off. You ready, buddy? Finally. Yep. I know. Get okay. excited. Here we go. Hello. This is Vic, and you're listening to The Creep Off. Uh, fuck you, Vinny. <laughs> Thanks, Vic! What a great ID that was! The worst ID I've ever heard. Hello? <laughs> Ew, she's gross. Hello? All right, Vinny. What else we got? You want one more voicemail? Yeah, let's do it. This is someone who uh, agreed with me. You know, I agree with Vinny. I just think it's disgusting that an army member would fuck another army member's wife, because they're... They're heroes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I love that army dick. Oh, I love that army dick. Oh, Jesus. That was very strange. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I don't know either, but that one I thought was worth a play. I guess they were commenting on Crazy Cabby. I love so, it. So, all right. Uh, you ready for the scum parade, Carl? Let's do this. Hit that music.
Oh boy, oh boy. It's time for another one of our fantastic scum parades. Ooh, there is some scum and villainy this week. Most of our scum parade participants this week could be headliners on normal weeks if we didn't have a theme. They might be Hall of Famers. A couple of them, <laughs> it's, yeah. un- it's fucking crazy. All right, we'll start off with the most basic, shall All we? right, let's do it. Eric Sickler, an Englewood yeah. father, was arrested over the weekend after he allegedly left his four-year-old son home alone for several hours while he attended DUI school oh, I'm in glad Venice, he California. I'm glad he went to, to class. That's yeah. important. You know, it is important. Educating yourself is very important. Yeah. The boy was found sitting by himself in front of a local business Saturday morning. The person who found the child said he began to cry and tried running away, but she was able to calm him down and call 911. The child said he woke up and found his father was gone. He decided to go for a walk. He gave the deputies a description of their house and their vehicle and said his dad was, quote, away at school. What a cheery little kid. Yeah. My dad's away at school. When Sickler returned from the DUI school, he told deputies he had searched everywhere for the boy. Sickler was arrested for child neglect without great bodily harm for failing to provide care, supervision, and necessities to maintain a safe and healthy environment. Now, everyone knows you can leave a four-year-old alone for hours. It's fine. As, as long, long as they're as tied you, up. As long as you give him an iPad. Oh. that's My guess is this kid woke up, didn't see an iPad in the house, walked to the Apple store, and sat patiently waiting for it to open. Because every four-year-old is fine as long as there's an iPad in their hands. I've learned that from all my friends who have kids. Correct. Yeah. Correct. All you need is an iPad. A.K.A. the babysitter. Well. Thanks, Steve Jobs. You know, here's the thing about iPads. They only work on kids, I would say, under like seven. Yeah. Like that well. Yeah. Like once they get older I mean. than that. That's what I mean. You know, a- After they're seven, they, they start setting fires to the neighborhood. iPads don't work. They, right. They only tame them down for like 20 minutes. Yeah. But four-year-olds... The iPad will work for days. You'll get away with it for yeah. days. Four-year-olds are just on those QAnon loops, just like the government's fucking after me. They get into the rabbit hole. Oh, it's yeah. great. I talked to my nephew. He's telling me all about QAnon. I'm like, listen, I know there's a child sex ring. Can we not talk about it at Thanksgiving? Can we just can we just not talk about it right now? Your, your you know how many of my friends at school are missing, Uncle Carl? Your mother's getting upset. All right. Can you please just cool it off? Well, you know who iPads are bad for? Who's that? 14-year-olds. Okay. Uh, a 14-year-old runaway told cops she got sold for sex at hotels across the street from the Miami International Airport up to five times a day. Yes. Yeah. All because she met a gentleman on the internet. The girl said she turned all proceeds of that and future encounters over to her pimp, a gentleman who turned out to be 17-year-old Miami resident, Javier Quintero. Yes. Now, he was the first person to statutorily rape this youngster. He called himself Slime. That was his nickname. Mm-hmm. The girl had been found Tuesday at a place called, you ready for this? This is what I love. How could you not name your hotel this? You want to find the name of a seedy fucking hotel? The Runaway Inn. It's, it's actually the Runaway Inn. It's actually the airport. I like the Runaway Inn. <laughs> I had an A in there. By it's the way, the first place the cops look. By the way, I, I didn't run away when I was younger, but if I knew know that there was a runaway in, like, oh, there's a place to go? All right. Well, maybe I will run away. Uh, the, <laughs> the runaway in. <laughs> the arrest form says a relative told Miami Springs police a 17-year-old named Javi, who used an Instagram account, Honcho Yavi, advertised the girl as a prostitute on social media. When police talked to the girl, she said she'd run away from her home early after a family argument in July. Through a friend, she met Javier. After having sex with her, he told her she could make $250 an hour doing the same thing with other men. Righteous bucks. Yeah, man. 
I mean, who doesn't want an after-school job? Right. Aviar also told her to get the payment up front, bring it to him immediately to ensure she wouldn't get robbed, and always make men wear a condom. Over the next three weeks, she said, Javier pimped her out while giving her marijuana, cocaine, molly, Percocet, and dextrometamorphan, also known as DXM, triple C, or poor man's PCP. Once Javier was taken into custody, the arrest form says he claimed he thought the girl was 17. By the way, so she said she left home because of an argument. I'm guessing that argument was how much sex, cocaine, and molly she was allowed to do. None! This is outrageous! My homework is done! (laughs) Yeah! What else am I supposed to do? The chores are done! The garbage is put out! I loaded the dishwasher! God damn it, Dad! (laughs) I want my poor man PCP. No, here's the thing I love about the defense. He thought the girl was 17. Because that makes it legal to pimp them out. Well, you stupid asshole. Well, interestingly, this uh, sex trafficking of a minor is uh, life in prison. Oh, which yeah. Is, which this hobby kid, the picture of him in this article, he looks like a problem. Yeah, slime. I, 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 I'm pretty sure he should go away for life. That's fine. Well, he did the one thing we tell criminals not to do. Confess? Uh, he consented to a search of his iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> That's really stupid. Yeah, he's a 17-year-old idiot. Yeah. Uh, cops said they saw the aforementioned Instagram account. They also saw a video of Javier touching the girl's breasts, among other sexual pictures and videos of the girl. Uh, he also kept a screenshot of his first conversation with the girl. He offered her, the very first time they met, sex for $100 and five Percocet. So, Is that the going right in uh, Florida? Apparently. Interesting. Hey, so he was using Instagram to advertise this uh, underage prostitute. Yep. And apparently that's not the best platform to use because he was caught. So my question is, what is the best platform to use if you are selling an underage prostitute or if maybe you're a buyer? What's, what, what's the best platform? Like, where should you look for that? Asking for a friend. Honestly, best thing to do, CD bars. Don't go online. Just go do it the old-fashioned way. CDB. CDBs. CDBs. That should be a website. Uh, All the shit you could buy in CD bars, go to CDBs.com. We've got eight balls. I mean, kids. if I was looking to purchase, I'm, I'm obviously Instagram's not the place to go. Sure. Where does QAnon say to go? <laughs> Let me ask my nephew. <laughs> this story, if we were not you know, doing the, the topics... And we were not having, like, the actual uh, people vote on a theme. This next guy would have been my creep this week. Okay. A housing council worker in the UK faked cancer to stop his girlfriend from leaving him. Even walking with a cane and taking vitamin pills as, quote, daily medication. Kevin Beavis, 38 years old, lied about being terminally ill to convince Karen Gregory, 50 years old, to stay with him. He's a father of three. And his deceit came to an end when his partner contacted police after his abuse became violent. Gregory, the female, had denied his repeated request to have sex with other men and was about to end the relationship when Beavis told her of his cancer. The court heard that she felt so sorry for him, she eventually went, quote, swinging to please him. Yeah, it's, it's, he's a cock. It wasn't swinging. He wanted to watch other guys bang his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She wasn't into it because that's disgusting. And then he was able to convince her by saying, well, but I'm going to die in a couple of years. So he was taking 20 pills per day as part of his, you know, treatment. Yeah. Uh, He would also go outside when she wasn't home and pretend to collapse in front of the neighbors. Oh, it was an elaborate ruse. Yeah. (laughs) He would say he didn't want me seeing him like that. I would pick him up and he would come out with bandages and tell me about all the nurses there. 
they she would pick him up at the hospital. He would have uh, the medication, a box of pills throughout the day. I found out they were just vitamins and supplements. She said mm. the pair met on Facebook in 2016, but three months in the relationship, Gregory attempted to break up with Beavis due to his quote sexual urges. This woman, by the way, is very easily manipulated because she's like, well, I, I'm not into this swinging thing, and I don't want to have you watch me get railed by other guys. Oh, I have cancer. All right, I'll do it. I'll, 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 let's do it then. She she ended up having relations with three different guys in front of this yep. dude because she was convinced by him. And this gets, a, I mean, he's a cock. He's a little weasel. Absolutely. It'd be so easy to just be like, fuck off. He looked a little like you. Uh, the court heard that Beavis even lied to his parents about having the deadly disease in order to keep up the charade. Gregory said, I was standing next to him as he broke the news to his mom and dad. He told his mom and dad too. He couldn't just like, lie to her. Uh, she said, if he can lie like that to his parents, you've got, you've got to believe it. Having escalated his lies, Beavis also said he had mouth cancer and later a brain tumor and that he had two years to live. Gregory, why not? Yeah, <laughs> why, why not? not? Just go all the way with it. She felt like she was unable to leave him. She began booking experiences and nights away. Her friends paid for a hot air balloon trip and she started making a memory box full of photos for his mom to keep for after he died. Hey, Vinny, that balloon wasn't the only thing full of hot air. Am I right? Man, Carl, we're killing it today, buddy. We're killing it today with wit like that. Oh, man. Watch out, guys. Uh, you think this is a true crime show, but it's actually a comedy podcast. Disguised as a true crime show. So things got weird after she refused to do this. His lies continued. She stood on the sidelines cheering this guy on when he completed a half marathon. He's dying of cancer, but he's running a half marathon and she's out there. Yeah, there's some details in this article that didn't need to be there. It's just wild, <laughs> it's <fine>. though. <laughs> okay. During his trial, it emerged that Beavis also repeatedly assaulted Miss Gregory, mm. each time pinning her down and wrapping his hands around her throat. He would say things like, I could kill you. I've got nothing to live for. And later blamed his violence on steroids he claimed to be taking as part of his treatment. Well, I mean, if he was eating vitamins, that does lead to, lead to violent rage like that. You didn't even mention... That he was convicted, he got a five-year, so there's a five-year restraining order yep. for Gregory. Correct. Which is a bit weird, right? A five-year restraining order for a guy who assaults her and lies to her in order to keep her in the relationship. Is that because she turns 55 in five years and no woman's desirable and it's... There's, you can't get well, a restraining order. You know, the British courts have it right. Once you're 55. <laughs> the well, yeah, they, they figure this out. They're like, no one's stalking a 60-year-old. <laughs> Unless you're Callan Winslow. Yeah, Callan Winslow's in America. She's all right. So she went to the police, and the police came to the house to confront this guy. I have actual audio of when the police came to the house to confront Kevin Beavis. Are you threatening me? My bunghole will not wait. Did you think we were going to move on without doing a Beavis joke? You I was hoping you would. I hope you would pick up the ball there. You motherfucker. How dare you assume yep. I didn't have Beavis audio. So uh, can we go down to Texas now? Let's do it. All right. The Collin County Sheriff's Department arrested Roland and Donna Grabowski late Saturday, found an investigation into the disappearance of their three-week-old child. According to arrest warrants, the Grabowskis told, quote, numerous lies, end quote, to detectives. Uh, 42-year-old Roland Grabowski and 41-year-old Donna Grabowski were unable to show their child and declined to cooperate with the investigation. Who tipped off the deputies to this? How does a three-week-old go missing? What, did he stop showing up to the yeah, softball no, Literally no one cares except maybe like the grandparents or something like How that. How is this possible? Like, I, I haven't seen this, this three-week-old. Like, well, yeah, it's... Three-week-olds don't get out very much. Right. They're not going to dinner. I haven't seen them out at the movies. Like, like, 
Okay. Seems odd. They don't explain that either. The investigators were concerned either way. No matter what ended up happening, the investigators were concerned. They obtained a search warrant for the residence. They then discovered that Mr. Grabowski took the child, wrapped him in a blanket, and submerged him into a five-gallon bucket of tar and put him in the shed behind the residence. You know, I got to point this out. They left out the most hilarious part, which is the feathering part. Like you could tar someone to death, but that's not as funny as when you tar and feather them. If you're gonna, if you got a, it would have been fun old, for the baby. A baby would have right. feathers going everywhere. Yes, if you got a three-week-old and you want to murder them by tarring them, don't forget the feathers. Well, there's no laughs if it's just tarring. Here's the thing: Grabowski. Uh, admitted that this happened, but he claims that the baby died days earlier of sudden infant death syndrome. So my thought is, if the baby dies with sudden infant death syndrome, don't you just call somebody and say, the baby died, this is what happened? No, you panic. You panic, you throw him in a bucket, you put him in the shed. What are you talking about, Vinny? You've never done that before? Yeah, I don't you have any kids. You around a dead toddler? What are you talking about? The boy's body was turned over to the medical examiner to determine the cause of death. They face multiple charges, felonies, including tampering with or fabricating physical evidence with intent to impair a human corpse, abusing a corpse without legal authority, and abandoning or endangering a child. Here's a little fun fact about Grabowski. In 2008, he was convicted of sexual assault on a child and aggravated sexual assault of a child. The victim ages in those cases were 12 and 14, according to the sex offender If people feel sad about this story, that kid didn't have a chance anyway. It's probably for the best. This, Holy things were not going to go well for this child. Is that the name of this episode? It was probably for the best. This, these parents are awful fucking people. These are these are not good people. Uh, well, that's the scum parade this week, folks. Could Hope you, you imagine, enjoyed it. Could you imagine going nine months? It's not a fun experience being pregnant, from what I've heard. Three weeks after that, you're like, oh no, it's uh, now I'm really annoyed with this. We it's like the this. people who go to college. You know, they, they spend all their time thinking about what they want to study in college. Yeah. And like, I want to study law. And then they get there and like, this isn't for me anymore. Right. Liberal yeah. arts. It's like you're pot committed at that point. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is your life now. Yeah. But, some, but sometimes you're allowed to change your mind. I That's guess. All I'm I saying. guess so. Yeah. Good point. So uh, that is this week's Scum Parade. Carl, it's been a pleasure doing a show with you again today. Oh, last week you were so upset. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Huh. Last week we did the Howard Stern thing. You were just pissing and moaning. You are on cloud nine today. Well, because I found so a good creep and I deserve to win. Go to thecreepoff.com and because don't forget Carl's to Because Carl's going to spin that wheel next week, baby. No, no, no. Vote for Carl because Minnie's cheating, as usual. And also, I Why brought a better argument. Why do you keep saying this? I brought a better... By the way, do you know how like Trump keeps repeating the same thing over and over, Sleepy Joe? Yeah. And then we all start saying it. So you're just trumping me. That's Minnie all the doing. cheater, cheating Minnie, cheating Paulino. Minnie cheats a lot. I don't know. I'm working out of, I'm workshopping this. I'll figure it out. You and your Russian bots. I know what you're up to. <laughs> I love you're it. You're not going to put this over on me. I might have a Kev bot. I don't know if I have a Russian bot. Kev bots on Team Vinny Winnie. We yeah, all know we'll that. see. I got to apologize to the folks of the Shitty Song of the Week podcast. What's the name of that show? Shitty Song of the Week with yeah. Brandon. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon and Red. I uh, have to keep putting them off. So I sent, sorry, them a note. I sent them a note, too. I haven't heard back from them. Yeah. Tell them I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys, but you can listen to the Shitty Song of the Week podcast or whatever. Why are you using this platform? To open? Can you just send them a note? Should I just do it on WATP? <laughs> can I just that? That's so weird. Whatever. All right. All right. That's the end of the show. It's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Good gear. Who are these dot com? And if you go to our Patreon, I'm going to put out our appearance on Anthony Cumia later today. 
So because of Patreon. Patreon. For uh, who are these dot com? Who are these podcasts? Stop. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Featuring Carl from Who Are These Podcasts? <laughs> I'm gonna end up coughing up blood today. <sighs> oh my! I didn't cheat. I didn't cheat. Let's see that dick. No. Jeez, Louise. Didn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs>